0: The Justice Department has ratcheted up tensions between the world's two largest economies with two indictments against Huawei Technologies, China's largest technology company, alleging it stole trade secrets from T-Mobile and committed bank fraud by violating sanctions against doing business with Iran. At a news conference to announce the charges, FBI Director Christopher Wray said the threat went beyond economic damage.
1: The prosperity that drives our economic security is inherently linked to our national security. And the immense influence that the Chinese government holds over Chinese corporations like Huawei represents a threat to both.
0: Huawei issued a statement saying it had done nothing wrong in either case. Joining me is Peter Henning, a professor at Wayne State University Law School. So, Peter, this was a sort of coast-to-coast Justice Department action with one indictment in Brooklyn and the other in Seattle. Tell us more about it.
1: Well, the Seattle indictment is really tied in with a civil case that was filed by T-Mobile related to how they claim that Huawei stole information, trade secrets, about a robot that they had for testing their cell phones. And the the indictment goes into a great deal of detail about different subterfuges used by Huawei. And then even to, to make it sound even worse, the company instituted a bonus program to reward employees who stole confidential information. The Justice Department is really putting the focus here on like uh, Mr. Ray said, on theft of trade secrets and how that was stolen. The, The indictment in Brooklyn is focused much more on the violation of the American economic sanctions law, which prohibits dealing with companies in Iran. But it's also broader there, too, because it includes bank fraud counts and even a conspiracy to commit money laundering. So they have come out if you will, guns a-blazing in this case, really putting the pressure on Huawei.
0: What effect does adding an obstruction of justice charge have here?
1: It's an interesting question, because I I think what the Justice Department really wants to do is to show that not only was Huawei uncooperative, but that it actively tried to thwart uh, the justice department's investigations the grand jury investigation in seattle and also in brooklyn and I wonder whether this might be a precursor to saying that the company itself is uh, operating essentially as a criminal enterprise, that it has gone so far to protect itself that really we have to look at the organization as uh, essentially criminal, which would be a basis to try to seek to uh, revoke perhaps its charters in the United States for its American subsidiary, or ask a court to impose very, very hefty penalties to essentially try to wipe it out in the United States. That'll be interesting to see how far the Justice Department wants to push this.
0: So the Justice Department is sending a strong message here.
1: Uh, Oh, certainly. And, you know, because we're trying to uh, or the United States government is trying to extradite Huawei's chief financial officer, who is also the daughter uh, of the company founder, the Justice Department is not backing away from this. And typically in these types of cases, we see only the company being charged. But now we see an individual being charged. And I think the Justice Department wants to push this hard They're trying to send a message to Chinese companies that if you try to steal trade secrets or violate our economic sanctions law, we are going to hit back. Now, the the interesting question is, will the Chinese companies hear that message? And I wonder whether they will.
0: The indictment doesn't explicitly state that Huawei is operating at the behest of the Chinese government. But are there implications there?
1: I think there certainly are, and certainly in the in the press conferences that were held, uh, for example, the acting attorney general Whitaker pointed out that these are companies with very close ties to the Chinese government, and you cannot operate without the blessing of the Chinese government. And so, I think they want to send a message to the Chinese government. Now, this comes at a very fraught point in the relationship between the US and China. How much of an impact will this have? The Chinese have demanded the release of Huawei's CFO, but I don't see any move in that direction at the moment. And certainly the Canadians have been very cooperative with the United States. It wouldn't surprise me if she was extradited to the United States to face the charges.
0: Shortly after her arrest, President Trump suggested that he'd be willing to make a deal for her release if he could cut a trade agreement with China. But justice officials were asked if that remained a possibility. And Acting Attorney General Whitaker said the U.S. Department of Justice does its investigations and charging decisions independent from the White House. Is that an answer of no?
1: I think that's an answer of no, or at least it's a bit of a warning shot that we're not going to use these indictments as pawns in trade negotiations, that if there's a violation of U.S. law, the Justice Department wants to see its position vindicated. And so it's not just going to trade a potential defendant for some type of benefit in a trade deal, because that, that sends a message that to the Chinese government, perhaps, that, okay, all you need to do is come up with some kind of deal, and that will work everything out. I think the Justice Department wants to see this case through to the end and extract some substantial penalties from Huawei.
0: So the arraignment for Huawei in Seattle is set for February 28th. Is the company likely to appear in court and defend itself or challenge the U.S. jurisdiction? And the second part of that question is, if it challenges the jurisdiction, is that even possible when it's already appeared
1: to defend a civil suit in that court? That's right, and it does have an American subsidiary, so the American subsidiary cannot duck out on it. Now, could the parent company avoid appearing? The answer to that is yes, although you run a risk in that situation that if you don't enter the appearance, then if there's a conviction, then the judge can impose penalties and prosecutors can try to seek to have assets of the company seized in friendly jurisdiction, So there is real risk here for Huawei if it wants to continue to do business uh, around the globe, which it has been doing. And so it would not surprise me if they sent their attorneys in.
0: Thanks for listening to the Bloomberg Law Podcast. You can subscribe and listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and on bloomberg.com/podcast. I'm June Walso. This is Bloomberg